You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna. This is Get the Skinny. Uh, we are recording this episode in early November 2015. I am Brian Kilby, and with me, I have John DeLuna. John, it's, it's been such a long time. Yes, it's been, uh, well, it's only been like two weeks. We, we've been known to take the random week off or month here and there. But we come back. Year. Yeah, we, we always come back strong. Yeah. But it is that kind of like lazy time of year. Uh, so. Conventions and stuff pop up and family things. Uh, and we were talking before the show. I mean, this is the really the rough time of year when it comes to dieting and exercise. One, it's getting colder if you're in uh, the northern hemisphere. And two, all these food-related holidays. It's the worst, man. It's the pits. We just had one. Halloween. Yes. Uh, I think that I had less uh, Halloween candy this year than in any year prior. Oh, really? I have Did you guys it. do trick-or-treating, like hand it out or get geared up? Uh, so nobody ever visits where, <laughs> where I live. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to my friend Jason's house and hung out with him, and trick-or-treaters came. Uh, and then we went out with his little daughter, Laura, and uh, my friend, JP, and his kids. <clears throat> and we just all went out. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was nice. But uh, nobody ever comes here. I don't know why. I'm sorry, Brian. But that's probably good for your waistline, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, well, yeah. So, I, I, though, you know, working in an office, people mm. tend to buy Halloween candy and keep it under their desk. I actually – I'm really a pusher, I guess, because I have uh, candy at my desk year-round. Not so much for Uh me, just so that people come by and say things, you know, because I'm not really a talkative person outside of work, so it's nice to stay social by bribing people with candy. Just encourage them to come hang out for a second. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. We have one of those um, types of people in our office, so she has an array. I'm a type. I didn't realize it was a type. You are a type. You're you're the the type that has the candy dish or dishes. Oh, no. What I I have – She's got a variety. Well, what I have is I have have one of those carousel um, branded uh, gumball machines. So I have it uh, filled with uh, (laughs) – I have it filled with uh, Skittles. And I have it at the most meager, miserly setting where you have to, you know, crank it a couple times and like two pop out. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very clever. Um, I feel like you've revealed something to us. Yeah. Um, so with us, we we do get a few. To, this year was actually pretty bad for like traffic, but we do have like families in our neighborhood, so we do have candy. For me, this year the big like downfall for me wasn't necessarily candy because I, I I can resist candy, especially if I'm just not in the mood for whatever reason. I can pretty easily resist candy. The problem was is that we had some family and extended family come over. To do like group trick or treating, kind of like you did with your yeah. friends. Yeah. And since we were the hosts, we bought a bunch of pizzas. Oh. And there's way <laughs> too much pizza left. So for the next, I'm in the middle of it. For the next like three days, it's pizza morning, noon, and night. And that stinks because I can't resist pizza. And there are far better things for you just in general, period, than pizza morning, noon, and night. So I'm stuck. I'm stuck in like special occasion leftover. Um, uh, I don't want to say the H word. Hey, you know, it's like this is like Dragon Ball Z, uh, the dub of Dragon Ball Z. For some reason, I'm censoring myself. It's a PG show, but you know where I'm going. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. be stuck in this yeah. predicament. Yet I am. So, so two Halloween uh, related questions, and, I, and, I, and then I'll let us get past this. One, candy corn, yes or no? No. I, I like, like candy corn. 
I, I got forced onto me at work about 10 years ago. And uh, I, I bought a bag to take to work uh, for something. But I had to pull an all-nighter to uh, to knock out a project. Uh-huh. So between, like, uh, Monster or whatever the energy drink was back 10 years ago and a bag of candy corn, that's that's sort of how, how I powered uh, through. Yeah, I know. It was terrible. Hey, before that, did you not like it or oh, did no. you just not know about it? Well, I think that I didn't like it, but mm-hmm. I guarantee you that I never tried it. Okay. Like, Mallow Cream Pumpkins, the best. Okay. They're, I mean, they're pretty great. You got to try that. And uh, two, I, 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 are, you, are you one of the families are, uh, that, that does the full-size candy bars, or is it like the fun-size stuff? Yeah, we do the fun-size. So I aspire to someday be the family that does the full-size candy bar. Right. But I probably need to go up a couple of tax brackets before I can do that. Yeah, my parents do that. I, I, I'm with you. I, I can't afford that. I've got a mortgage, man. Yeah, same here. Maybe when I'm retired, I'll do full-size candy bars. It does seem to be like the luxury of someone who is in a, in a certain place in their life, kind of like kind of eased into retirement or early retirement. It does seem to be a, a thing for someone in just a different life stage than us. So I, I think it's a status thing, and I will say this. Growing up dirt poor, I have never actually witnessed anyone that gives out full-size candy bars. I've only heard of it. So Really? Yeah. So you haven't given them out, you haven't received them, you no. haven't even like seen it. But I, but I've heard about it. It happens. I, I can tell you, it, it definitely happens. Like the, they go to a Sam's Club or Costco and buy like they were some kind of small business, and they walk out of there with the boxes of like the, the uh, you know the point of purchase boxes of yeah. Hershey's and stuff. I'm at Sam's Club all the time. Yeah, and they just hand them out. It's pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. Hey, it's so we. Ball. We uh we had an assignment the last uh, last episode like five years ago however mm. long it was um yeah it was two weeks where where we were going to do a uh, uh not a blind taste test because we we knew what it was going in but we were going to try uh, a food that was nationally available that we we had access to at a fast food place and uh, we were going to talk about it and give our individual thoughts so we went with Burger King and we went with the jalapeno Pino extra long cheeseburger. Indeed. I feel like reviewing foods like this is uh, not only good, not only is it a good uh, evolution of our podcast, so we're not just talking about CrossFit for the 2% that yeah. are dumb enough to do it, but we're also like, we're protecting you guys because we're going to tell you if if your $4 or $5 is being well spent on food that um, it's packed with calories but may or may not be packed with like flavor and goodness. It's not four. It wasn't four bucks, was it? No, I think they actually do right now. Like at the time, they may still be doing it. Like, it was like two for five bucks. Yeah, they have a two for five deal that that uh, is ongoing, where you can get like a big king or uh, oh gosh, the classic fish or classic chicken or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like the regular chicken sandwich that apparently comes in this bun. Yeah, definitely comes in this bun. So, so what did you think? Um, okay, so I took this uh, pretty seriously here. I. Um, Got my notes here, and um, I got the uh, the meal, so I didn't eat it just in a vacuum. So I also had the soda and the French fries, and I have thoughts on the French fries. Ooh, I didn't go that far. I, I... Um, and uh, that may be for like uh, that may lead into a bigger discussion on a later show. But uh, okay, so so when I unwrapped it, right um, here are my here are my thoughts. One smaller than expected. I yeah. measured it; it was six inches. But uh, maybe it's the shape of the bun. Maybe it's, I don't know, something about it. But it did strike me as smaller. 
me. I'm just a sucker for marketing. But it, uh, it appeared smaller than I uh, expected. Uh, smell of cheese and peppers overwhelmed me. Um, I didn't smell the beef. I definitely smelled the cheese or whatever cheese product Burger King uses. Um, the bun, decent looking. Lettuce, weak. The uh, patties, um, you got two of them, but I think instead of I think with them being side by side instead of stacked, it really made you realize how kind of small and wimpy Burger King patties are. The standard size patties, yeah, kind of, kind of lame-o. Um, ketchup and mustard to, and mayonnaise. Actually, um, specifically the not mayonnaise, not mustard. I should say mayonnaise. The ketchup and mayonnaise combination. What is your thought on ketchup and mayonnaise combined and in generous quantities on a burger? It really depends on where the what the placement is. So ideally for me, the uh, mayonnaise should be below the patty with the lettuce and the tomato. Mm. And the ketchup should be on top, uh, either above the cheese or just on top if there's no cheese. And preferably uh, mixed with um, like a circular pattern mixed with uh, mustard and pickles. I love it. So you want a little separation. I want separation. I, I don't really dig I don't really dig ketchup and mayonnaise together. They built mine with the two together. Is that how they built yours? So I focus more on the taste and less on the yes. presentation because Well I, that that affected the taste for me because that there well, was like a strong amount of both on mine. I, 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 I want to put this out because this is this is a, a minor miracle. Only once not I mean it has happened mm-hmm. once has a burger um from the restaurant actually looked like the burger on the on the commercial and you know on the well, sticky on the that. window yeah it was amazing and it was at burger king oh really what yeah. was it it was a whopper ah okay yeah, pretty amazing. well there are worse things to get perfect yeah right um okay so real quick so the presentation eh, that's uh but uh okay kind of like getting real quick into the taste or what i thought about the taste one like i say the uh the condiments were laid on a little too thick for me um i liked the bun i'll be honest with you i may be biased i've had that bun in the chicken sandwich form before i thought the bun was decent it was a little bready but a decent flavor um real quick about the meat Okay, so Burger King really plays up the flame broiledness, um, but not the meat itself. But not the meat itself. So I, it tasted like liquid smoke to me, and there wasn't enough of it. So again, it was a little too thin. I vastly prefer a vertical um, presentation to my double cheeseburger. I'm yeah. finding, and the peppers were they were okay. I mean, they were tame, kind of you know mass market level of heat, which is not much for me, but. Um, I would say overall on the flavor scale, I, I enjoy a Whopper a lot more. This one mainly tasted like liquid smoke, very strong cheese, very strong mayonnaise slash, slash ketchup. For me, the best part of it, honestly, personally speaking, was the bun. So I thought the, I thought the flavor of the bun was great. The texture was a little thick, a little bready. But um, you know, overall for a $2.50 sandwich effectively, it was okay. What do you think? So I want to preface my uh, thoughts with this. So one things that one thing that fast food companies really try to f- stretch or, f- or force is like uniformity from one restaurant to the other. I mean that's 
you know why they have their little uh, diagrams on how to prepare how to prepare the food. It's why they mm-hmm. you know source the food certain ways. So they really want the food to be uniform from restaurant to restaurant. But it's not. <laughs> I mean, I mean, sometimes you're lucky, and it, you know, you go to a Burger King or a McDonald's in a different state, and it's it's similar. But oftentimes it's not. So, so with that said, I liked it. Um, for me, I mean, of course, the bun was pretty. Uh, it was fresh and nice, and I, I liked the bun. But the uh, th- what really came through was the the jalapenos for me. Mm, and I mean, jalapenos aren't hot. But they have a really nice flavor to them and a little bit of heat. And yeah. really, above all else, what really stood out to me was the taste of the jalapeno peppers. And um, Interesting. yeah, it really uh, – I didn't have a problem with the condiments. The the presentation, like you know, the two patties that are uh, adjacent to each other instead of on top of each other, that was a – you know, it's it's a little odd, but um, you know that way each bite has, uh, you know, it has one layer of you know hamburger um, as opposed to so the, the taste of the the meat isn't uh, isn't what forces itself on you. And it, yes. like you said, the Bur- Burger King really doesn't focus uh, so much on the on the meat because it's not very good. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. But I mean, I, but the thing is on a Whopper, I think it's fine, but for whatever yeah. reason, I, I mean, it's the same thing too. I, you I, think I don't the think the bun is different though. I mean, so I think you're fighting through a lot of, a lot of bread here with the Whopper. Uh, I think, uh, the condiments, they're a little more generous with them. Uh, mm-hmm. and the, uh, vegetables are a little more generous, uh, so the food tastes a little more fresh than this, but That's for this, uh, for this, it, the, the jalapeno really, really, uh, rang true for me. And I, I thought it was good. I, I, I didn't like it so much that I would get it again in, mm-hmm. which is fortunate cause I don't know that they have it anymore. <laughs> they swapped it out for something very, very similar, but, uh, I, I would consider another one of these if it had, you know, if it interested me, it's not, this isn't going to be my regular when I go to Burger King. Mm-hmm. I mean, that'll remain like the double cheeseburger, which I'm a huge fan of, but yes, uh, you can't go wrong with that. But yeah, so, but you, you actually went and got the fries as well. I do not eat Burger King's fries. They do nothing for me. Occasionally I'll go with onion rings as a novelty, but I never get fries there. What did you think? Okay. So I love it. I love that we disagree on this stuff. Here's another one. Hear me now, believe me later. I'm telling you, Burger King French fries, in their own way, top three fast food French fries. Wow. Top three fast food French fries. Here's the deal. Here's, here's why. Let me make my case for Burger King French fries. Uh, they look great. That's one thing. So, hey, you know, pleasing to the eye can be pleasing to the palate too. So the presentation is terrific. Uh, they're not too thick. They're not too thin. Here's a big one. They're clean and not greasy. They've got a decent crunch, good potato flavor, fluffy on the inside, and that really plays uh, – uh, or that, that's really owed to like the, the thickness. They're kind of like in a mid-size kind of thickness. So you actually get some potato. It's not all crust, mm-hmm. and it's not like a steak fry where you're basically eating a baked potato. So, so they're just the, right, just the right thickness, and then just enough salt. So it's a nice, clean – uh, potato flavor in a, in a nice um, kind of fresh experience, so to say. Uh, it's not it's not overly greasy like um, 
McDonald's French fries that are not like white hot. Like they they kind of like devolve into yeah, pretty do. greasy mess. Um, and they're not like Wendy's French fries, which I find if they don't make them right, they can take a nosedive into super salty if they're not careful with the sea salt. So I think I think Burger King is a really high level French fry, provided you don't want a strong you don't want a strong uh, salt or greasy flavor, which is like you know more power to you if you want that. That's not this. If you're okay with like potato as like your as the primary taste for a French fry, go to Burger King and try these. I loved them. Do they have the saddest fries anymore? Did you try those? I can't tell. I, I don't know if like they certainly don't market those things anymore. So I don't know if like that is now the standard fry. If like that's just how they make French fries now, or if they ditched those and these are just made with conventional ingredients. But um, but again, I was I was just really impressed with the the lack of grease and the thickness. That they, like they're kind of almost like an unusual thickness these days. Like I, I feel like the, you either get like almost the string fries now, um, or the like the kind of the fresh cut fries, which you get sea salt and you get the skin, and you get all that jazz on it, or you just get curly fries like from Arby's. Okay, so this is its own thing. So you you have to say you have to tell us. You said this was top three. What yeah. what are what are the top three? Um, well, I'm not going to count curly fries. I got to take curly oh, fries out. Oh, why? No, no, count them. Well, count. I feel like they're on their own. I feel like they're in their own. Here's the deal with curly fries. I love curly fries. But if they put the curly fry seasoning on straight fries, I would have to re-rank. Because the curly fry seasoning is awesome. I love it. But they never put it on, like, straight fries. Why? I don't know. Why do they – Why do, tell me, Brian. Explain that. Why do they season curly fries completely differently than straight fries? Oh, not everybody does. Um, okay. I think awesome. Hardee's slash Carl's Jr. at one point had curly fries that weren't seasoned that like that. They were just like basically uh, thick cut – not thick cut, but um, uh, they, they had the potato skins and everything on them. They were okay. Yeah. See, they suffered, right? But they – yeah. Without but they, the seasoning. They weren't like uh, the Arby's. Um, curly fries, which are, which are fantastic. Oh, they're amazing. Anyway, well, if you want me to add curly fries in there, then I would probably say Arby's is uh, Arby's is probably my number one. I would agree. Um, number two for me, and I know this is regional, but um, it is what it is. In I would put Whataburger. Oh, Whataburger, okay. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoy a good Whataburger. Now, here's the deal with Whataburger. Again, like we were talking about inconsistencies. If your Whataburger knows what they're doing, their fries are out of sight. If they don't know what they're doing, chances are you might get one that's just like a bucket of salt. And that's <laughs> a downer. I mean, that's like, that's like you know, that's a bummer. Um, let's see here. Number three, Burger King. I would say Burger King. Here's the deal with like McDonald's. And then I'll turn it over to you because I do want to hear your thoughts on French fries. Here's the deal with McDonald's. McDonald's is fine if it's like hot and fresh. But if it's off its game at all – it drops like three or four notches for me. So, okay, Brian, your thoughts. So McDonald's, uh, I mean, Arby's, I think is tip top with the curly fries. But if McDonald's, if their fries are fresh, they are f phenomenal. And I don't really have a three. I mean, I can't think of anybody, any any fast food place that I go to that that I think has fantastic fries. I mean, there are set down restaurants that I go to that have uh Really nice fries, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, count those because uh, they, they are not like 
chain restaurants. So I I really I kind of liked, honestly, I, I don't know why. It's probably because I haven't had it in forever, but like my uh nostalgia muscle in my brain is telling me that I liked uh Jack in the Box fries, but I don't know why. I haven't had those in years, I'll yeah. be honest with you. Uh, uh, do you have a Jack in the Box available? Uh well, I I did up until about three months ago when it closed. So now, if I want to, if I want Jack in the Box, I pretty much have to go, pretty much have to drive an hour out of my way. Yeah, it's no fun. What about Chick Fil A? I don't even. I didn't even realize that Chick Fil A had fries. <laughs> oh, they, they have, have the waffle, waffle the waffle fries. They're yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, they're okay. They're a little too potatoy for me. Same here, and they're kind of uh, hard to eat. They don't have the magic that a, a standard. Uh, French fry shape has. And the you know. problem is there. There's so much mass to them. Uh, it doesn't take nearly as long to actually eat them because uh, a fry. You know, you grab one. You probably got like thirty or forty of them. With the waffle fries, you get like four or five. So, mm-hmm. like, I finish those and I want more, even though I've probably had more potato than I did by eating a whole. You know, like a medium or large uh, McDonald's fry. So, yeah, less, I find them unsatisfying. Yeah, they're less satisfying. For sure, for sure. Um, we need to decide on what what we're going to eat next week. Brian, any thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, so for me, the uh, McDonald's breakfast uh, availability, uh, the all-day thing was a huge deal. And um, I, I figure we should probably look at doing that. I originally wanted to talk – I originally wanted to get like, um, like a biscuit and um, – choose that but the availability uh is minimal and we want all the listeners to participate as well you know to try this out so uh please go to your mcdonald's your nearest mcdonald's and after breakfast hours during lunch and dinner or even overnight get whatever uh mcmuffin (laughs) variant you have i guess the the plain jane egg mcmuffin you wait, do we want to do sausage and egg? Uh, yeah, you want to do sausage and egg, whatever yeah. sausage and egg uh, sandwich you have, whatever vehicle they put it on. With a McMuffin, yeah. preferably if you have it. Yeah, which you should have it. Yes, I think I feel like say say look because like I'm in Texas and I think we're supposed to be in like biscuit country where like the McDonald's have the biscuit sandwiches, but I still see most of our McDonald's offering the. Um, the English muffin sandwiches, even though technically we're we're considered no, you, biscuit you, country. You can have both. I mean, my, sure, McDo- my, McDo- my uh, McDonald's here, they, they have biscuits and the McMuffins. Nobody ever gets the McMuffins. Right. Yeah, we have, we have both during breakfast hours, but I think um, for lunch and dinner hours, they're, they're are, like they've grouped um, McDonald's regionally, and we're supposed to be in biscuit country, but uh, apparently that's not universally the case. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty sad, John. It is sad. Pretty sad. I, I know. I, I I was looking forward to a, um, a sausage and egg biscuit, uh, like one random afternoon at a Walmart McDonald's because those are a very common animal here. And I was disappointed that uh, that I had to choose a uh, a sausage and egg McMuffin, and I passed. Yeah, I, but, well, uh, I haven't had one of the uh, after breakfast hour McMuffins yet. I have had a biscuit. Pretty depressed by it, but uh, why? What happened? It was, it was very much microwaved. Oh, okay. Well, we'll see. Like when we do the official taste test, if they did that again, huh? Yeah, we'll we'll see. Oh my gosh, really? That's a thing? Yeah, that's a possibility. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hey, I've read a bunch of like business articles on it because I'm fascinated by the business side of this decision. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's complete chaos. Apparently, their franchise 
uh, owners are like in revolt yeah, about it. it. It's just logistically like it. There's a reason why they've waited so long to do it. Yeah, it has to do with the eggs, right? You can't cook the eggs on the same uh, skillet or whatever yeah. you cook the uh, beef on. Yes, and they didn't double the skillet space in the stores. We, I mean, so. You can't. I mean, just imagine yeah. how expensive that would be. Right. And breakfast items are cheaper uh, than their lunch and dinner items. So people are basically trading down and spending less in McDonald's. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Oh. It's a cheap meal. It's a great meal, but it's a cheap meal. Okay, that, that I'm going to start getting a, even if it's microwave. I'm going to start getting a biscuit <laughs> burger. You're a fan of value. Yeah, I'm a fan of value. Coffee and McMuffins all day. I I do get coffee all day at McDonald's. I I do do that. How do you like their coffee? It's okay. Yeah, it's not great, but it's better than like it's better than like most fast food places. Do you have you had Burger King coffee? Don't like it. Aha! So McDonald's wins that one. Yeah. Interesting. It's just like McDonald's coffee, right? Isn't Burger King like allegedly using some other like company, Seattle's Best or something so like that? They were using Seattle's Best. I don't know if they're doing it anymore. Doesn't taste like it. I, I Seattle's Best doesn't do it for me. I mean, there's mm-hmm. nothing that great about it. Mm-hmm. What about Starbucks? Uh, I'm not a big Starbucks fan. It's not. I mean, it's good. Just you know, it's. I really like Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Really? Yeah. Dunkin' Donuts made a really big push here, and they've kind of had to, like, retract because I think they opened way too many stores. Like, they looked at, like, Texas, and they're like, there's a lot of people, and this economy looks really good, and so let's do it. Didn't quite work out. We had Dunkin' Donuts coffee at the office. Uh, We still have Starbucks, but we had Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks, and, yeah, I I would get Dunkin's every day, but, uh, yeah, we, we no longer have it. We actually have a little boutique coffee shop on site, so... As well, pretty so, good. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's really good. So you know, life is hard here. Indeed, it's a first world problem. Yeah, I know. So Brian, anything else uh, before we part ways and uh, plot when to eat a McMuffin in the middle of the day? Well, I, I do want to mention uh, that over the next few weeks, we are going to talk about like strategies to survive during the holidays and not yes. overeat. I mean, if you're in uh, North America, the U.S. or Canada, you know, Thanksgiving is killer. Uh, Christmas is always rough. Uh, so, uh, you know, there, you, you've got to avoid, you know, all the calorie traps out there. So uh, we'll talk about that. So, it will. But, but, you know, portion's a big thing. So don't, uh, don't deny yourself completely, right? Uh, yeah, unless you're eating crap like eggnog or drinking crap like eggnog. Don't wow, I love it. Hot opinion. So are we <laughs> going to do like the uh, anti-eggnog episode at some point? Or are you going to just thrash eggnog for 30 minutes? So eggnog is like one of those things like candy corn. I probably have never actually had it, but I hate it. So you might have it someday and love it. Yeah. It's, it, this is an uninformed opinion that I have. I'm pretty sure that candy corn flavored eggnog is a thing somewhere. Candy corn, everything is available in candy corn flavor, and it's terrible. The only thing good in candy corn flavor is candy corn. You know what else we need to talk about too is uh, pumpkin spice flavored everything. Oh god! And pumpkin spice is not pumpkin. It's a f- spice that's made to enhance the flavor of pumpkin, and it's disgusting. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. I'm all about it. I'm looking forward to these uh, holiday food podcasts. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited. I enjoy this. Hopefully the SEO will kick in on those too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Pumpkin spice, so many hits. <laughs> Tell your friends, next, guys. Retweet. <laughs> next week's episode will just be called Pumpkin Spice. Yes. Love it or hate it. <laughs> Click yes or no. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, do a survey monkey based on our podcast. Oh, we'll go viral. 
Guaranteed. Uh, boots welcome, yeah. Yes, indeed, indeed. All right, Brian, well, this was fun. Um, are we done? Uh, we're done. Um, guys, before we go, we're not done. Because I haven't begged for money. Actually, I haven't begged you. There's to no go to money. TFRadio.net. You don't you don't give us any money. It's, it's, you, it's perfect. Yeah, indeed. See, because all you got to do is go to TFRadio.net, click the Amazon link, and then do your Amazon holiday shopping. Everybody knows that everybody shops on Amazon now for holiday gifts. So when you go to TFRadio.net, click the Amazon link, do your holiday shopping, buy whatever you were planning. Nothing extra, nothing different. And when you check out some nickels and dimes go into Brian Kilby's pocket, he uses them to make these websites happen and happen for free and get delivered to you on a weekly basis. And we love that you listen and we love that you support us, hopefully, by going to trfradio.net slash Amazon and doing your shopping. So for Brian, this is John. We'll see you guys on the next Get the Skinny. This has been Get the Skinny. 